One love to the feminine, beautiful, inspirational ladies. The FBI, how are we doing, everybody? Godfather's back in the house, and the house is, of course, Pick Pick Pat. What a good thing, what a good thing, what a good thing, what a good thing. We are chugging on into spring, man. And as we do that, it's time to get some things kind of squared away. Uh, and what is that? Glad you asked. Glad you asked. Let's go ahead and do it this way. Oh, my, 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 my. Ah, there it is. Turn on the lights. Turn on the lights. And light a candle. I think I'm in the mood. Turn them off. Bit bright. All right. How's everybody doing today? You good? I hope you're golden. I hope you're living your life like it's golden. Living your life like it's golden. Candle of the day is none other than Fig from the house of Le Labo. Uh, the candle is Fig. Fig is a, is a great candle for when you need to just brighten up your mood, you know, as we're coming out of winter into spring, a lot of time is spent in dark. And a big way to improve your mental mind state is through aromatherapy. So I know some guys are like, man, I don't like all this. Well, I, I, I take it back. Men understand these things. Boys, on the other hand, might not. So let me explain to the boys in the house. Young men, young men and boys, aromatherapy is a tried and true method of actually altering mind states and things like that. So fragrances aren't just for vanity. They have a function as well. And one of the biggest functions is to get your mind right, especially when it's dreary and stuff. So in the morning, it's always good to jump out of the shower or something like that and put on a bright fragrance. Bright, woody, grassy, green, ready for the day. Um, and to that regard, that's the fragrance, uh, and to that regard, a, a 
fragrance like that, something like, that's uh, why in the fragrance community, you always see bergamot or as a prominent top note, mandarin, some sort of citrus. Uh, fig falls into that the same uh, line. And the candle, the, that's the candle of the day and the fragrance of the day, two straight up bangers from Chanel. This one's a little harder to get. This one is a loom, uh, uh, Allure Homme Edition Blanche. First up, Chanel Allure is probably one of the most underrated fragrances out there. It just doesn't get as much love because its big brother, Blue de Chanel, took all the uh, limelight. But the original Allure in the clear bottle, great lemon fragrance. Then you have it in the gray bottle, Allure Homme Sport. That one's good as well, but this one is the pinnacle. Allure Homme Sport O Extreme. This is a spring and summer monster. Lasts forever, projects, women love it. It smells extremely masculine. You gotta love that. So this is like during the daytime when the sun is outside or if you're in a club or something. If you're out, if you're out not clubbing, you're out at a lounge or something like that, that's this one. And then this one is when you're kind of indoors. This has a lemon, it's a little sweeter though. I'll use the term, people kind of refer to it as lemon meringue pie, but that ain't what it is. It's sexy, though. It's sexier than the mug. This one, on date night, you know, when I go out with my lady friend, bam, lady friend, lady friends. Huh. We're whittling it down. We're whittling it down. So, um, all right, those are the fragrances. You can get this one anywhere, though. This one, you'd have to order. All right, so you guys see the title of the stream. Let's make sure the sound is all good. Testing, testing, testing. Turn off the lights. Yeah, they said Teddy P. Y'all like Teddy P. Turn off the lights. That's right. All right, you guys, uh, I've been giving Big Shirley the blues here lately. And I'm sorry, Shirley, but it's time to talk about it. You said you didn't need no man. You said you didn't need no man. And I'm like, all right, cool, as long as you can handle the outcomes. But I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm starting to hear more and more women uh, reconsider this I don't need no man stance, especially when gas is $5.50. fifty. I've seen gas almost $8. And the funny thing is, you look at some movies like, uh, what was that uh, movie with Will Smith where, you know, I Am Legend post-apocalyptic kind of stuff. And you see, one of the things you see right before the, the world goes to crap is fuel prices that are insurmountably high. Well, that's what's going on in the world right now. Gas prices are going through the roof. It is 15, almost 15% 15 more expensive this year than last year. So this is, uh, so ladies, I want you to understand, you know, I... Single women, you took a 15% pay cut. Oh, shit. Some kind of came through with the, what? <laughs> Whoa, malevolent elephant came through. Bobbledy, bobbledy, bob. Man, you get the big bomb for that one. Jesus Christ. Malevolent elephant is the stream sponsor. Oh, wow. Y'all like the bobbledy, bobbledy, bop? 
Uh, I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. So, oh, you're not a moderator? Oh, you? yeah, you are now. Benevolent Elephant. I thought you were moderator. Did you change your channel? But anyway, let me, let me stay on task. All right. So here's the thing. Hold on. Show sponsor. Here's the thing, ladies. Understand, your godfather wants you to win. But before you win, I want you to understand, I want you to win. As I was talking to another content creator, uh, I talk to content creators across YouTube, folks. And why is that? Because I am always trying to improve my craft, improve my game, and move the, move the needle forward. Like I said, this ain't about me. I'd be, I'd be arrogant to think it was about me. And while I have this little bit of fame, this little bit of notoriety, I'm going to do my level best to help make sure that men get a better outcome. That is my goal. Okay? And to that, and to that effect, men of overwhelmingly say they want relationships. Okay? If men want relationships, what's the problem? Is the problem is there are too many women who are somewhat dual-minded when it comes to relationships. There are a lot of women who say they want a relationship, but you want a relationship with an asterisk. And that's just not how that works. Ladies, that's just not how that works. Oh, my, my, my. Um, and to that regard... I'm sitting here and I'm saying, what do we need to tell modern women? If you want to chat, you need to hit the, um, you need to join the channel. That's the only way you can use chat privileges. Why is that? Because I'm keeping the chat room clear of BS. Modern women, if you want, if you want a relationship, ladies, what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to cancel HBO. Anybody want to take a stab at what I mean? Anybody want to take a stab at what I mean? Because I know most folks are like, this guy always has something up his sleeve. You're right. I do. I always have something up my sleeve. You're right. And what is it that I mean by HBO? Well, there are a couple of things. One, modern women. You ask the average modern woman what she wants, and the answer is going to be what? I want to be happy. 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 Ladies, I need you to understand something. Your happiness is up to you. Modern women need to cancel HBO. And one of the first things I got to ask modern women, if you want a husband, you know, let me turn the music off. If you want a husband, what is the, the question is about this happiness thing? Happiness, happiness. How long should happiness last in a relationship? Now see, women want men to be monogamous, 
faithful and loyal for a lifetime. Much easier to do when human beings live to be about 45 years old. Much easier to do back in the day. Today, not so much, but let's rock with it. Ladies, you want men to be faithful, loyal, and monogamous for a lifetime. All right, easy to do when we live to be 45, 40 years old. Not so much when we live to be 75. What if a human being lived a thousand years? Would you expect him to be that way? Come on, ladies. And to this regard, so many women today are focused on this notion of happiness. I just want to be happy. I want to be happy. I want to be happy. Okay, well, in my opinion, modern women need to ditch this whole thing about happiness. The desire for happiness keeps you single, ladies. Why is that? Because no one can live up to these unrealistic expectations you ladies have. Women today have expectations that, that when they meet a man, he's supposed to elicit some sort of emotional response. And it's supposed to go on forever. Or she's supposed to live in this. I need you to understand what I'm saying, ladies. No. If you meet a man and he elicits some sort of emotional response, you need to ask yourself, what is turning me on? Because likely the man you're with long term is going to be a guy who's B. Boring. Modern women need to cancel HBO, cancel this notion of happiness. Happiness is not a is not a permanent condition. It comes in little bits. It's a chocolate chip cookie. It's it's your favorite. It's your favorite dessert. It's a treat. Happiness is not is not a persistent condition. Okay, and far too many women are walking around today thinking that I I, I don't want to settle. I want to be happy. And I'm going to tell you, I, I've gone back and listened to many of the videos I've done with women who are in the top 20 percent of earners. The more money women make, the more education they have, the more they're in on this whole, I want to be happy. I'm a PhD. Why? Because they don't need a man's money. And they don't believe they need a man's protection. So now women are buying men not on need. Men, women are, some women are, are choosing men on want and desire. And here's the thing. Here's the problem with that. The women who pick men this way dominate the media dominate the media. So I'm telling women, stop listening to women who make more than you. Stop listening to the women online, on, in the news and in the media. They make more than you do. They don't have your lives. They have, they have more money and they have more notoriety. You're a, re, you're a regular person. Happiness comes in spurts. And I will tell you, I've been the guy who elicited those strong reactions in women and it's almost like they wanted it to go on forever. Life eventually becomes a routine and normal. And to that regard, life becomes boring. And modern women, as much as modern women want, crave, and need attention, they despise being bored. Now you think about it. We have women today 
in a time where the attention span of the average person is that long. Attention spans are shorter than ever. And now women are expecting men to keep you happy. What just happened? To keep you happy um, and make sure you're not bored. Absolutely not. That is too much for one man to do. That is too much for one man to do, to keep you happy and not bored. Absolutely not. Gentlemen, it is not your job to entertain your woman. That's her job. Just like I said on Instagram yesterday, ladies, your climax is your responsibility. Your climax is your responsibility. A man is responsible. He is not responsible for the big O for you. You are. Gentlemen, you're not responsible for her climax. That's her responsibility. You're responsible for, for, for being present and being willing to listen to things that she wants. But you're not responsible for figuring out the Rubik's Cube of her mind. And this is what so many women want men to do. You want men to get out here and figure out, the, conquer the world in general, and then you want men to also be your, your soulmate and your one true love and give you great sex for the rest of your life. No. And if a woman doesn't get this, she's not happy. And then even if a woman does get something that approximates happiness, they often find themselves bored. Being married to a man of value is boring because you take away the need to survive for a lot of women. And most women equate chaos with not being bored. They don't want the routine of life. This is why you see so many women who are always, you know, living these fantasies. That's why they love reality TV and all these different things because it gives them an emotional charge. And smart women, if you want to, uh, women, if you are smart, you'll get over this need to be happy all the time. If you're a smart woman, you will get over being bored. Being with somebody for a long period of time is boring to the modern mind, to the modern female mind. What's the, oh, modern women, I almost decided to put independent in here, but it's really not. Happiness, modern women's desire to be happy is overwhelming them. Get the likes up, people. Modern women's desire to not be bored is overwhelming them, causing them to make bad decisions. And then modern women's delusion that they are omnipotent, all-powerful, that women are all-powerful is at the root of all of this because women today feel, feel like they can do anything. They believe they can fly. They believe they can do anything they want to. That's the reality. They believe they can do anything they want to. 
just a little bit of time and and, here, and this is why this is why how many of you guys watched the video I put up um with me and the woman talking about how she left her fiance her relationship of 10 years how many people saw the video of the woman who left her relationship of 10 years and when you asked her I wasn't happy and if I'm not happy I need I deserve to be happy I don't know why women believe they deserve to be happy I don't know where y'all get this from I deserve to be happy no 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 you don't you deserve to be happy not you make yourself happy, ladies. Ten-year relationship. She gave it up for what? For the possibility that she could find it and again. I want you guys to understand that that was good enough for her. Women have been told that, you know what? It is better to... Uh, ditch a relationship and risk being alone versus taking surefire, reliable man. Ladies, hear me and hear me well. Pick the reliable guy. And that's what you, and here's the funny thing. What what ends up being the 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 the, the punchline women wait till they all the way in the danger zone I mean past the danger zone women wait till they're all the way here no man's land then all of a sudden they get it you wait till you every bit of 45 40 to 45 and now you get it but for some balance guys we also go get the hottest best sex craziest most neurotic irritating woman and then we decide to go down in looks to go up in cooperation and femininity we learn quicker than women though but here's the thing men we recognize our limitations far sooner than women because the world continues to reject men the world continues to level set men women don't recognize their limitations gentlemen they believe that they they believe that the world has told them that they are better than a whole lot of things. They believe this. They truly believe it. They believe all this stuff is possible. And to that regard, ladies, and whose benefit is it for you to remain unmarried and unattached? You remain a better consumer this way. Think of HBO as cable. And think of and think of a, a solid man as Netflix, Disney, something that you can watch on demand. Cable is antiquated now. Why? Because you have to watch what they program when they program it. And it is far better to have on demand a relationship. 
to where if you want to go to the movies, you want to go to travel, you want to go trip, you want to do this, you want to do that, you can always do that with your man. Ladies, make no mistake. Make no mistake. It is far better to pick the guy that doesn't make you happy 24-7, 365. That's not a man's job. Never has been. Don't know why women believe it. I don't know why y'all ladies believe it's a man's job. But let's let's change that whole notion right now. It is not a man's job to keep you happy. It's not. N-O-T, not. And I was telling you, I, I want you to go back and listen to all the women I talk to who make over a certain amount of money. And that's what they prioritize more than everything else. They want a man that's attractive and they want to be happy. And I need you ladies to understand something. And then when you tell them you can't have this, they're like, I can't have nothing? What? What do you mean? Yeah, you can have something. You can have a family. You can have in-laws. You can have cousins. Your life is not supposed... Men, I want you to understand, today, women's entertainment is men. I love my Atari 2600 when I first got it. I grew up as a gamer. And I will tell you, there was nothing that I loved better than playing video games. I, I, had to not, I don't own video games right now because I would play them all the time. I would. So I had to check that, right? And the funny thing is, I realized about myself that, you know... I had to do it in spurts, but it gave me a lot of pleasure. I love trying to, and I love quest games and games where you got to figure out puzzles. That's why I'm a Dungeons and Dragons kind of guy. Game of Thrones, anything where you take a character and level them up and got to figure some, because it engages my, my, my creativity. It makes me, my mind work. Today, gentlemen, you might as well come with a joystick because women have put the entire burden of everything on men. You're supposed to be loyal, protector, provider, prophet, priest, sexual professional, and you're supposed to keep her entertained on demand. Absolutely not. Ladies, please give up this notion of HBO. Give up the notion that you need to be happy. You know what's supposed to make you happy, ladies? Your family. Your husband is supposed to keep you content. That's right, content. He's not supposed to make you unhappy. You're supposed to be right here, not too high, not too low. Your husband's supposed to keep you content. You're supposed to keep your husband happy. You're supposed to keep him. Well, Kevin, that doesn't sound fair. I got to keep him happy. He doesn't have to keep me happy. You're right, because he has to die for you. We die before you. We got to go do all the heavy lifting. You're our support system and not ours, and we're not yours. And this is the problem. The roles are so reversed to where women are actually surprised that they belong to us. 
that we can tell them what we like. We can tell them what we don't like. We can tell them, y'all, we don't like weed. We can tell you we don't like the weight. We don't like your, your coming with somebody else's kids. Women today, modern women talk about men as if we have no say so in them. But they have all the say so on us. And gentlemen, this is one thing you should take from modern women's mindset. They don't have any problem putting high standards and restrictions on you. That's why you should have none on them. Why do you, when I ask a woman how much she weighs, and she, I'm five foot four, 160, five foot four, how much do you weigh? 165 pounds. And I go, oh, I weigh 150 pounds. No leeway. Stop giving away. You like it. I got a 25 inch waist and blah, blah, blah. No, absolutely not. Ladies. Real talk. Real talk. Let's have the conversation. I am curious. Help the men out because the men are want to know how long are you supposed to be happy? In a 30 year, let's say, let's say you got married Let's just say for shits and giggles, you got married at 27. And let's say your husband's going to live to be 75. Well, let me hold on. 40 year marriage, a 40 year marriage. Well, it needs to be longer than that. A 40 to 50 year marriage, that gives you time. Well, if you marry a guy who's 35 and a 40 year marriage, yeah, 40 year marriage. A 40 year marriage, he's 35, you're 25. In a 40 year marriage, how many years are you supposed to be happy? How many years are you supposed to be happy? When does happiness supposed to stop? This is what men want to know because you ladies talk in code and I can define, I can devise womanese and I speak chameleonese and womanese, but men want to hear from you ladies. Just like one woman said she got rid of her relationship for 10 years because of sex. It was because she, was, she wasn't happy. She was likely bored in the bedroom and other places. And many women today, you don't want, you, you're bored, but you don't even have the language to tell men what it is you want. We're going to get into that on Friday. A big part of the problem today is women do not know how to tell men what they really want. And a big portion of that is because women have never really sat down. You just expect us to figure it out. Ladies, you really be amazed at how much y'all expect us to have to do. We're just supposed to figure it out because we're the leader. And if we don't, then we ain't no kind of men. How long are you supposed to be happy? How long are you supposed to be happy? Can you leave if you get bored? The question is, how long should happiness last? Can, should you leave a relationship because you're not happy? Should you leave a relationship because you're not happy? That's the question. Gentlemen, you guys think that's a good question? Should you leave a relationship if you're not happy?
All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to open a call line. I really want to know, ladies, should you leave a relationship because you're not happy? Well, Kevin, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Uh, no, it really isn't. It's really not more complicated than that. It is really that damn simple. Should you leave a relationship because you're not happy? Well, and I talked about this today. On, I talked about this today on Instagram. And this is where women do the, the, the logical judo flip on us men because we'll sit back and be like, well, Kevin, that kind of makes common sense, man. Who wants to be in a situation where they're unhappy? Uh, it's called a job. See, what, we have, what, what, what has happened today in modern relationships, and we have made relationships responsible for too much. Relationships are not supposed to be responsible for your happiness. So we're going to talk about a marriage, not a relationship. Think about it. Back in the day, um, hold on. Back in the day, people accepted the fact that work sucked. You just had to do what you had to do. I want you to think about people had real jobs. They had to work in, in coal mines and crap and, and do crappy jobs. And they had to do what they had to do for a lifetime. But today, people want to be happy. Women want to be happy. Ladies only. Here's the, here's the chat link. Happiness. Boredom. Ladies only. Happiness or boredom. Back in the day, people did what they had to do. But today, it is fair to say that society in general, and I'm going to say that women in particular are so soft to where they cannot tolerate any anything. They don't want to they don't want to be inconvenienced. They don't want modern women want an opulent life. They want a posh life. Think about it. Ask the average woman, would you would you get married if you had to work as hard or harder in the marriage as a single woman. And most women will tell you, no. Marriage is supposed to make my life easier. Okay? So let's talk about it. I want the ladies to come educate the men and tell us why 
You should be able to leave a marriage because of boredom, because you're unhappy, or the like. Uh, let me go ahead and unmute you, Antoinette. Go ahead. You, you got to get on camera. I got to be able to see you guys on camera. If you don't want to be on YouTube, you can ask me not to be on YouTube, but I got to see you on camera to talk to you. All right, Antoinette, unmute yourself. Hello, unmute yourself, Antoinette. Hello. Hi, how are you? I am well. How old are you, Antoinette? I am 44. All right. So what question are we tackling? I'm talking about happiness and I'm also talking about boredom. Which one do you want to talk Um, about? Let's talk about happiness. Okay. Are Um, Are you single or are you married? I am single. Okay. What do you have to say on the topic? Pardon? What do you have to say on the topic? Um, happiness is individual. You can't depend on someone else to provide your happiness. So it's kind of futile to expect a man to do that for you. So when women say I'm not happy, I begin to look at them funny and try and understand why aren't you happy? That's your responsibility. No one else's. Right. Um, if you're in a relationship with someone, you're supposed to be complimenting them and not expecting them to do for you what you should be doing for yourself. Have you ever been married? No, I have not. Any children? None. Okay. When was the last time you were in a relationship? Um, about. What? How long ago? How long ago? I don't know what's going on with you. Hello. Hi, I'm here. I asked you how long were you? How long? How long were you in that relationship? About a year. It was a year. How long ago was that? Um, I'm sorry. That was six months ago that I was in a year-long relationship. Okay. What was the longest relationship you've ever been in? Two years. And how long ago was that relationship? about five years ago. So, so you're telling, you're telling the ladies that happiness is your responsibility, which I agree. But you're unmarried, no kids. Uh, do you, did you ever want to get married? Absolutely. I did. Do you still want to marry? I do. Okay. Um, have you ever been engaged? No, I have not. So what's the holdup? What do you think the holdup to getting married is then? The holdup is actually me. Um, I have no problem saying that. I have high expectations. And I realize that a lot of people just can't meet them. And instead of me kind of... Uh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. You have, you have high expectations? By myself. You have high expectations? And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You have high expectations? Yes. You want to share what those are? Absolutely. Um, I'm a Christian, so I would like for my potential uh, mate to be a Christian as well. Um, I would like for him to be self-sufficient for himself. Nothing to do with me. He's fully... Self-sufficient for himself. That just means self-sufficient for himself. 
That just means yes, that has nothing can... to do with me. Okay. Just he's living his life doing his thing. Um, I also expect um, him to have some initiative and to have goals for himself. Nothing to do with what is that? What does that mean? What does that mean? Meaning like he's not satisfied with just the mediocre run of the mill. He has goals. He has passions. He has things that make him excited. Okay. Did you go to college? Absolutely. What's your degree in? Uh, major in sociology, minor in communication and business, and I also hold a master's. I'm a PhD. Um, are you making over six figures? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, are you making over eighty thousand dollars a year? No. Over Just six. Under that. Okay. And what state? Florida. Okay. So. A lot of men would hear what you're saying. And how tall are you? Five nine. Dress size? Twenty two. How much did you weigh last time you weighed yourself? I'd rather not say, but I am definitely a plus size woman. Dress size sure. twenty two means you're about two hundred and thirty pounds. Yes. Okay, so you don't have to say I'm an image consultant. I'm just giving you a chance because I'm, I'm listening to what you want. And you say the man that has ambition and has goals. Would it be, do you think the man that would fit your lofty standards would have requirements for a woman? Absolutely. What do you think some of those would be? Um, you've said this in multiple conversations definitely they want someone who is fit. And I realize that's an inequity that I have. So that's why I'm not upset about my status because I'm not meeting that. And that's only fair. I'm a fair person. So how can you expect something of someone and you're not meeting that? Well, you said that you can't find a mate because your standards are too high. And I'm going to ask you, are your standards higher than your sexual marketplace value? I don't think so because I'm very realistic in where I sit. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm a seven. I'm not saying I'm a ten. I'm not saying any of that. So I know where I am. That's what would you rank it? What would you, what would you give yourself? What would you rank yourself? Pardon? What, what would you rank yourself? Right now, because of me being a realist, I'm probably a five at best. And a lot of that has to do with my weight. And okay, I what would you rank? That. This your looks. About your weight, your weight to the side, what would you rank your looks? Fresh face out of the shower, no makeup, just you. I would say I'm about a six. Okay. So go back to what you said. The reason I can't find someone is because my standards are high. are pretty yes. lofty. Um... But you don't but you don't think your standards exceed your sexual your perceived sexual marketplace value by men. Correct. Yeah, they do. Every the things you're talking about you want from a man is a provider male. A, a man that's I'm assuming you want a man who's making at least what you're making or more. 
around that around that yes okay but you're but making not, you're making right around 60 right yes all right ma'am okay i need you to listen to what i'm about to say a big part of the issue today with women is you guys have used these careers and these degrees and this this perception of the value of it but what where it matters is where it gets in the bank so you could have a master's or whatever, but you ain't making master's money. At 44, you've pretty much capped, you're topping out on your income. Okay? That's just, just, a, that's just what it is. Um, you already talked about the weight issue, and you, you got to be realistic that the man... A man with ambition is going to want a woman that's going to be fit. And that is something that you have every bit of control over. Right. So it's not because of your standard. I can make the argument that you're just lazy. When it comes to uh, being fit for a mate. Mm -hmm. Because you do have control over this. But what do you, if you had to give yourself a, out of, out of 100%, what do you think the, the likelihood that you will marry in your lifetime? Ooh, um, 30%. 30%. Uh, when you reach 50, what do you think that percentage would be if you're still unmarried? 15. So you have five years before it goes from 15, from 30 to 15%. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to make sure you get married in the next five years? Actually, to the kind, of, the kind of man actually, you're talking about. What I'm doing is when you think you're doing something correct and it's not giving you the results that you want, you got to look for information And I've learned a lot by listening to your program and other people who have similar views. And I stepped back and I said, you know what? It's not wrong. So I'm in the process of fixing some things. What what exactly are you doing? What are some, what are some, what what are the top three things you're doing? Um, looking for another job, uh, wait, actually creating a weight program for me to stick to and actually achieve realistic goals that I've set for myself. So I'm giving myself about 18 months to get to the number I think would make me healthier. And I think 18 months is a realistic time period Mm -hmm. for me to. What's the other one? What's the other one? What's the other thing? And the last thing would be kind of just investing in myself through uh, counseling, like actual one-on-one counseling. You've had a, you've got so a counselor. You got a counselor. My own personal issues. You got a counselor or a therapist. I am looking for one. Okay, so ma'am, I, I'm going to be honest. Job, 
that means nothing to a man. Wait. You're not in the gym. You're not working with a personal trainer. You're not doing anything. So you're fitting up. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm getting ready. I'm gathering information. And I'm going to talk to the ladies. This is one of your biggest problems. Y'all, you guys don't do shit. Y'all just sit and listen to what tickles your ears. And then no counselor. And then you say you're going to give yourself 18 months when you said you have less than five years before your marriage prospects decrease by half. Ma'am, you're going to die alone. I mean, we, you said that happiness is your responsibility, not the man. I'm glad you said that. And this is your responsibility, too, because information. How many times do you need to hear me say men want fit women before you become a fit woman? Could you repeat that last statement? How many times do you need to hear me say men want fit women how many times do you need to hear men say men want fit women before you choose to become a fit woman? Um, remember how you said, what are you doing to make this happen? Mm-hmm. I'm not like most people. I just discovered you within the last week and a half. Well, that's fine. So but ma'am, but ma'am, but ma'am, but, but do respect, ma'am. You live in Florida. That's not Mars. You know men want women that are fit. Mm-hmm. This is a new information. We're roughly the same age cohort. So are you, can you honestly say you're really doing the work or, are you, or is the work too much at this point? Oh, no, I'm doing the work because, like I said, happiness is for me. And I know that mm-hmm. I would be personally happy with me not even considering a man for me to achieve my personal fitness goal. Oh, so you're okay. So you're okay. With, okay. But happiness is for you. But we're talking contact relationships. So when, when you ladies start talking like this, I immediately bristle because now you're, now you're diminishing the outcome. It's like, well, who needs to, ha- who needs to graduate with a 4.0? A 3.5 will do. No. There's no reason. How about you lower your standards? How about that? How about you lower your standards in a man? I don't. Well, the standards that I have, I don't think they're like excessive. Yes, they are. Is the average man ambitious? Mm, I. Is the average is the average person ambitious? Well, then I would have to say no. Okay. All right, ma'am. But if the average person isn't ambitious and you're average, or would you say you're above average? Now, you said you gave yourself a five, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's optimistic. I think it's very optimistic. So... If you are even what you say you are, why do you get somebody who's ambitious? 
when there is nothing about you in your life today that's ambitious. It's average. Interesting. Well, I'm trying to understand why do you think that's interesting. You've had the longest relationship you had was two years. You've had a relationship that's one year. You're 44, no children. Uh, you got a bachelor's and a master's. You're making around less than 60 grand a year, and you're 230 some odd pounds. That's a lot. And then you say, I want a man who's ambitious, who has goals, and is driven. And, and I'm like, well, you can want that. But if, 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 but can you afford that with your sexual marketplace value? You said your goals, your asking price doesn't top your sexual marketplace value. I think you're, I think what you're asking for is about as twice as, twice what your sexual marketplace value is. And I, I can definitely understand what you're saying from, you know, what you believe. All I'm saying is for me, Mm-hmm. I feel like I would be settling and I'm not willing to do that. Ma'am, so, I need you to understand what you just said. Mm-hmm. Why would a woman that's, why would any woman, not just you, any woman that's middle age, 230 some odd pounds, getting a man who is average, why would that be settling? The ambition part is what I'm talking about when I say settling. It's what, do you, what does he need to have? What does he? What does he need to have ambition for? Maybe that's a better question. What does he need to have ambition for? Well, like for me, I believe in generational wealth and planning for the future. So that's something that you know. You have no children, man. You have no about. children. You have no children. That's true. I don't. Where, where are the kids going to come from? Pardon? Where will the children come from? Wouldn't probably be adoption at this point. Ma'am. Generational wealth is a is a buzzword. You have no generations. Right? You have no children. Do you, do you plan on giving birth to any children? Well, science is not on my side, so I'm a realist. <laughs> I, I asked you, do you plan on giving birth to any kid? So, they, so what I'm hearing is you still hold. And see, when I was going to do HBO, the last O was not going to be omnipotence. It was going to be optimism. And ma'am, you, you've painted an overly optimistic picture. At 44, ma'am. You're still holding out hope that you can get married and have kids. Right? No, I've come to the place where I don't think that's a reality. How long how long have you that. how long have you accept how long has it been since you accepted that reality? Mm, about a couple months. Couple months, man. <laughs> Due respect, man. A couple of months at almost four, you're almost fifty years old. When's your, what month is your birthday in? It's in July. So you'll be 45 in July. You're almost half a hundo. Mm-hmm. And you're talking like a woman in her 20s. 
And I'm, I'm glad you're being honest, but I'm sad. What saddens me is that I see so many women in our generation who are delusional to where they're still talking this stuff about settling. Do you make room for the pack that a man would have to settle for you? You know, it's it's a possibility simply because life is about choices and we have to choose. Well, I mean, I'm, when I say settle, what I mean by settle, because you're five, what again? Five, tall, five, nine, five, seven, five, nine. Okay, man. Okay. If black men were, if black men were snapped away from the earth tomorrow, poof, all gone, every trace of black male DNA is gone. What do you think your marriage possibilities would be now? If there were no black men? Yes, no black men. None. None exists. Well, realistically, from the from the information I've gathered, it would probably be like zero. Okay. So the 30% number is because of black men. Mm-hmm. So you think black men's standards are lower than other men? Well, mathematically, that's what you just said. So, I don't, well. I'm just asking, because what I'm asking is, you said I got about a 30% chance, and at 50, it drops to 15. I'm like, okay, cool. But what if I snapped and all the black men are gone? All the black men are gone, just. Then you say, my chances today, where does that 30% go? You said to zero. Well, I'm I'm basing it on the information that I've read where they said that of all the population of women, black women are the least likely to be selected. Okay, um, we're talking specifically about you. I'm talking about not all the all the statistics, but do you have ambitious non-black men approaching you for serious relationships? Could you repeat that last part? Do you have ambitious non-black men approaching you for serious relationship? To be honest with you, I really don't know. I okay. I don't know. I guess the question I'm ultimately asking is, do you think black men, do you think a black man who's at your desired level would accept you but would a white man, Hispanic man, Middle Eastern, or Asian man at the same level of that black man, would he accept you? Would any one of them accept you? Mm, I don't. Not at the same level. I don't think so. Whose level is the lowest? Pardon? Who, which race of men's level would be at the lowest? Asian. You think an Asian man would accept you before a black man? No, 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 no. I thought you said the other way around. No, no. Whose level is at the lowest? Meaning, who who would be most likely to accept and least likely to accept? um, Hispanic, probably. Hispanic men will more likely accept you over a black man. Mm -hmm. No. Hispanic men in general, the the culture is very family-centric. And women get to be around your age with no children. The family, the generation. 
You see, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to have a conversation that everybody can use. And you came in saying some things that, you know, hey, happiness is not on the man. And it sounds good. But, but I'm, I know what women are going to say. OK, well, what are your relationships? And you don't have any relationships, really. And then that's fine. Life happens. But then you start talking about you would like to be in a marriage. And then you said the reason I'm not married is because of my standards. And ma'am, your standards are astronomical compared to your sexual marketplace value. The more we've talked, the more sure I've become the fact that you got a you got a, a G wagon. You know what a G wagon is? No. A Mercedes SUV, oh, the square okay, ones. Yes. You know things like a quarter of a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. People are paying a hundred thousand dollar over sticker to get one in high demand. You got a G wagon kind of expectation. And you're like a Honda Accord. And you don't see it. That's why I use that's why I changed the races of men, because you said, I feel like I got a 30 percent chance of getting married today when one in four black women will marry in their lifetime. And you already know you're 44. You're as tall as you are. You weigh what you are, what you do. You already know these things. So that. If you were being realistic, like you said, that should really have lowered your number to about 10 percent. But you have to believe because at this point, I get it. That's all you got left because you're not doing the work. And then I said at 50, what does it go down to? About 15 percent. Now, 50 goes down to almost zero. And you know why I say that? Because if I just simply switch the race of men, the truth comes out. I'm saying this so you can understand that, ma'am, if you want to have a different outcome, you're going to have time to put yourself on an 18-month timetable. You'll have time to finish. You need to do that today, tomorrow. You need to start this tomorrow. And you need to lower your expectations to match where you are. All those things need to happen. The job, not so much. The weight, the counseling, And then lowering your standard to match what you are. And see, we tell men to lower their standards all the time. But women are told to aim for the stars because I don't want to settle. And it just confused the hell out of us men to why average women don't want to settle. Audience, am I missing something here? Did you have anything you wanted to say, ma'am? Go ahead. You're not on camera. Go ahead. Um, speak what you have. Speak your speech. Speak your speech. I am aware of what you were trying to get out. Maybe I didn't articulate it properly. I know where I am in life because of choices that I've made. It's more apparent because I have um, listened to information that makes sense. And I can see the validity in it. One thing that I am is self-aware. And if I'm misstepping, I will take accountability for that. So unlike a lot of people who will never say, oh, oh it's not me. Oh, okay, so hold on. Use yeah, last word. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Use last word. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, hold on. Use last word. So you say you do know where you are in life based on the choices. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm aware. 
Okay. I just but didn't think you, but, ambition but, was um, a high standard, but well, well yeah, it is. It, it, I mean, it is. It, it, I it is. It, uh, hold on, you're over talking. Ambi- you're over. T- ambition is. Why do you need an ambitious man at almost forty-five years old? You don't have any children. You won't have any children. What do you need a man to have ambition for when you're over middle age? They're, the building phase of life is over. We're in the later years, and especially if you take into consideration weight and health, come on, man. Why do you need ambition? You said generational wealth. Women should want ambitious men when they are in their 20s, not 40s. But the real thing is because I believe I'm higher than I don't believe that you really have a good grasp on where you're really at. I really don't. Uh, let me go ahead and unmute the other ladies. But uh, hello, hello. How are you? Doing pretty good. How are you? Ah, uh, good. Uh, how old are you? Forty-two. Forty-two. Uh, so, how important? Is, I mean, happiness. How long should happiness last? Uh, or are you willing to be bored in a relationship? That's what we're talking about tonight. Um, younger me, uh, was not willing to be bored, um, but, um, more mature me, um, realizes that, um, every day is not going to be happiness. Okay. Are you, do you have any children, by the way? I do. I have one daughter. And are you single or are you married? I'm married. Okay. How long have you been married? Uh, A little over two years. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, Lauren, let me unmute you too so we can have a round. She's just in here looking at TV. This woman is in just looking at TV. Yeah, you sitting on the couch. All right. If you're not going to join the conversation, we're going to bounce you. All right. So you've been married two years. Did you marry your child's father? No, I, I did actually marry him and we divorced. Okay. Lauren, hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm okay. You seem like you got a lot of stuff going on. You got other folks in the room with you. Seem like you're watching this on TV. What's going yes. on? Okay. How old are you? 25. All right. What do you got for me on the topic? And you got a very short leash because you got too many people in the room. So what's going on? Uh, I don't know. All right. Antoinette. We're back. I don't have time to play. Okay, don't go, don't join my show if you're not gonna come in. You, she's been here for twenty minutes. Um, so you've been married for two years. Yeah. Um, why was you said you, the younger you wasn't willing to deal with boredom, but the older you is? What does that explain? What you mean? I I mean that. Any relationship, whether it's with your husband, your mother, your father, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have um, times where you don't like them. But at the end of the day, that's your family mm-hmm. and that's your husband. And you made a commitment and you need to work it out. How did your child? 16. OK. Uh, are you guys are you done having children? 
I am. All right. And y'all got married. Does he have? Does your husband have any kids? No. Okay. Um, and you guys are married for two years. Yes, we've been together for ten, but married for ten. Ten years. Yes. Ten years. Why did it take? T- why did it take eight years before y'all got married? <laughs> I know I'm gonna get it for this, right. but I, get the sound I um, for you. wanted to finish school first. Oh. I'm a PhD. What's your de- What's your degree in? Uh, I have associate's degree. That takes two years. Huh? That takes two years. Uh, well, I had prerequisites to do. What, what did you have a prerequisite to climb Mount Gibraltar? I mean, come on, it's two years. Well, we didn't get engaged until um, I was approaching starting the program. Okay. So you held together 10 years. Yeah. You've been married for two, but you yeah. didn't want to get married until you finished your associates. Well, okay. So, cause I don't know what's the, what was the logic behind that? Um, the logic for me was I was not looking forward to going back to school and I used a uh, marriage to him as an incentive, as a motivator for me to finish school. So it's like so, for, for, for getting my associates, the reward is marriage? Well, for me, that was my train of thought at the time, yes. It was, I, this is something that I want, so let me do this thing that I don't want and then, or that I didn't want to do and um, as a reward, then I would, you know, focus on. Did he ever? Did, did your husband ever want any children? Huh? Did your husband? Did he ever want kids? No. He never wanted his own kids. No. I would have okay. gave him some, but no, right. he did not so, want any. So I'm always curious. Why black women seem like y'all are just y'all are y'all are terrified of marriage. Because to say, you know what, let me put off a marriage when we are already the lowest rate of married women out there so I can give myself an incentive to finish a two year degree. What if he just what if he just said, OK, and left you the next day? No question. I mean, straight up left ghost ghost, no contact gone. At the time, I was thinking uh, because school was so hard and so rigorous that if my relationship survived, then it was meant to be. That was my train of thought then. So, see, I want you guys to understand men, black men. This is why I say sell out to femininity, because none of this stuff makes any sense. You guys put so many impractical, burdensome and outright foolish things on marriage to where if it doesn't work, you can say it just wasn't meant to be. This is why I say you're homewreckers. So if I'm correct, he's like, well, if he would have left me, then it wasn't meant to be. 
Yeah. Wow, man. That's I mean, you're honest, but damn. I am. So I so do you realize how that low that says y'all value us? How low it sets. How low it, how how low that how how low black women that communicates black women value black men. Cuz I mean again, ma'am, you have an associate. And what's your associate's in? Nursing. And I mean no disrespect. I really don't. But it's not like you're talking about nursing. getting nuclear. You're not like you're talking about nuclear physics or something from Princeton or MIT. You talk about a degree, you can get it DeVry or something, man. Nursing? And I'm saying this to put a little levity into it to say that you're not uncommon. A lot of women will be willing to risk a relationship for a man. You can unmute yourself. Antoinette, because I left you unmuted. Hold on, let me ask you to unmute. Yeah, women are told fairy fairy tales in life, and y'all are told that men are just supposed to be do all this stuff. Go ahead, hello. May I interject for a moment? Go ahead. The reality, the reality check that I've come to the to this conclusion: we were misinformed as girls, mm-hmm. and we grew up into women who continually be to be misinformed because what I'm hearing from not only your platform, but from just in general, men want extremely feminine women. So to be sweet and to be kind and to listen and all those great things that have nothing to do with the degree. And what I'm understanding is if you're super feminine, you'll get the man, he'll take care of you. He won't leave you but you got to do your part. And that's the part you have to do. You have to be feminine. You have to be kind. You have well, to be sweet. But we're told, go get the, the degrees. Who told you? Who, you told to that by who? 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 Hold on. Who told you that, though? We say we were told and this. Who told us that? Parents. Be self-sufficient. Which, which parent? Which parent? Which parent? Which parent? The mother, typically. Okay. So you say we were told... Y'all need to go back to who told y'all that. Men don't have any part in the reason why mothers tell their daughters to go. And oftentimes I've had on this panel that women who were married have told their daughters to become independent. But then they wouldn't give up their lives. And my point is, now gas is almost $6 a gallon. It ain't a game no more. It ain't, and all these things that y'all are doing is like, well, I'll wait and I'll do this, I'll do that. Why? Why are we the only community that waits so long? Our marriages last so short, and then the women are still like, feel like they got all the time in the world and optimism. It, it confuses us as men. Let me bring in Tina. Tina, your audio is not connected. Go ahead. Where do you think, because I definitely agree with her as far as um, it was instilled in me by my mother and my father mm-hmm. to um, get my education first and then think about family. So where do you think that the, the, did the disconnect? Okay, um, were your mother and father married? Huh? Were your mother and, okay. Uh, let me make sure. Was your mother and father 
Was your mother and father married? No. I see what's going on. Hold on. I see why they can't hear me. Testing, can you guys hear me better now? Yes. Oh, beautifully. Beautifully. Right. <laughs> it just jumped out of the... Out of, you, 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 your mother and father were not married. Correct. Okay. That's why were your mother and father not married? To my understanding, because of infidelity on his part. So your mother had a child before she married her for, okay. So yeah. have you ever got your father's side of the story from his mouth? Yes. Okay. Part of the problem is because we're all Generation X. So many women in Generation X uh, bought into the feminism movement and told their daughters to get out and get a degree in this other stuff. Um, but that does not mean get out and get a degree um, and then wait about getting a man down the line. Where are you supposed to get him? You, you weren't, it's not the degree. It's you were not raised to partner or work with a man. You weren't even raised to learn how to do with us. You think about what it like for you, uh, Ariane, is that it? Ariane. Okay, Ariane, what did your mother raise you to do for a man? What did she tell you you're supposed to do for a man? Hi, Tina, how are you? Excellent. Thanks for Go asking. Go ahead. What'd your mother she, tell you, you, raise you to say, this is, this is your duty for your man. This is what you're supposed to do for your man. The, she told me a lot of what not to do. Um, the biggest It's always thing, a starting point. They always tell her what not to do. What did she tell you to do? She told me to put my husband first before the rest of my family. Once I'm married, to put him first above her and so, everyone. So, and how, how are you supposed to get married then? Well, she pretty much, I guess, left the rest for me to figure Thank out. Thank you. So, in other words, you got this kind of instructions. Here's a bunch of stuff not to do. How do I get a husband? I don't got nothing for that. But once you are married, put him first. <laughs> yeah. She they didn't also tell you to example. go to school, but they also tell you to go to school. Okay, so you weren't taught to do anything for us. So this is when y'all default to sex and babies. But you don't. Kevin, you, hold Kevin, on. May I interject? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, because you're not. Well, no, um, you don't. You, you're not taught to what you're supposed to do for us, and then you wonder why you can't work. Hey, Tina, how are you? How old are you, Tina? I'm 32. All right. Uh, are you married or are you single? Divorced. All right. Any children? Two. All right. So we're talking about happiness, boredom, or whatever. What did you want to uh, interject on the topic? I wanted to speak about happiness and why okay. it's probably unrealistic. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. This is someone that has been in a marriage and just from my experience, I think that it's being over glamorous. And I don't think people, well, women, understand that sometimes excitement is not going to be there. Some days it's just going to be one day after the next. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that it's a bad marriage. It just means you're living life. 
I just wanted to add something. Mm -hmm. It's boring. You have a routine. Tuesday soccer practice, Thursday kung fu. I mean, you you got a routine. It's boring. It's a job. Uh, so you were asking, why did you get the bad information? Women, there's a long theory, but at the end of the day, a lot of women didn't had children before they had a husband. So they had to think in terms of survival. And women were taught to survive without a man. And they thought that telling you going to get a college degree was going to make you more attractive to a man. And but this isn't what men pick women on. We pick women based upon your your natural role, our support system, femininity. Now, I want to clear up something, too. Just because you're a feminine woman does not mean you get a man to take care and buy everything. No. Hispanic men, people have men coming across the border illegally who stand out in front of Home Depot or Lowe's or at the day labor centers collect cans. They are at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. But when they go home, they still have feminine women. Femininity has been taken and it's something that modern women, especially in our community, uses a bargaining chip. Well, I, if, you, if you give me enough masculinity and perfecting, I'll give you because I don't want to give you what my grandma or somebody else gave. How many of y'all seen The Color Purple? Anybody? Have you all seen The Color Purple? Absolutely. Just watched it the other day. How many times have you seen it? <laughs> Too many times to count. Okay. In your life, have you ever how many families, how many Color Purple like relationships have you actually seen in your life? A good Ooh. number. Really? Mm -hmm. Where? Whether it's women that I see in the community or at church or something like that, you you can see it. And really? When, and when you when you see the no no we're talking about Mister and Miss Seely. Oh no 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 no! Excuse me, I was incorrect. <laughs> what were you talking about then? I was talking about the uh, Harpo Sophia relationship where she was a super strong woman and okay. he was not. I see that pretty frequently. You see these women with husbands? But dysfunctional relationships. Hmm. Because that was a dysfunctional relationship. They were married. Now, you do realize that we only have a, like a 30% marriage rate. So you say you see this all the time. Not all the time, but I've, I've seen it throughout, you know, my lifetime. It, okay. it hasn't been a one time. Okay, well, let, me, let, me, let, me ask you, let me ask you this question. Uh, what, is your what, what is your relationship role model? What, what is your role model of a, of a quote unquote loving functional relationship? Well, I look to my parents because they'll be celebrating 49 years. And I was uh, going to share with you, um, my mom taught me through action, not necessarily telling me. Do you have any siblings? Yes, I do. I have a younger brother. Is he married? No, he's not. What did you... Any children? One. Boy or a girl? Boy. What did your mother teach you that you're supposed to do for a man? 
you're supposed to provide a loving home and you're supposed to honor and respect him. Um, the way that you do that is basic necessities. Yes, you have to cook and you clean, but you show respect by cooking the things that he likes, being interested in what he's interested in. Is your brother in. older than you or younger than you? Younger. How much younger? Two years. I could make an argument that your parents failed. Because okay. they got a 49-year marriage, but two of their kids are single as French toast. There's no generational wealth. There's no legacy. It's over. So what I'm saying is we do a lot of talking in our community. And we say a lot of good shit. But when it comes right down to it, where does the rubber meet the road? Where are you practicing these things with a man? Especially if you say your, your role model was your mother and father. Where in that is ambition or any of the things that you're trying to look for in a man, if they were together 49 years, was he an ambitious 20-year-old? Where did ambition come in with your daddy? In year 40, in, in, in year one. Have you ever asked your have your have your parents ever asked you why you never married? Of course. And what was the who asked you, mom or dad? My mom. And what'd you tell her? I told her similar to what I said to you. I can't find a man on my level. Mm -hmm. All right. So remember what I said earlier, a lot of times women get married. And they'll have marriages, but they won't teach their daughters how to do it. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Your mama was married almost 50 years. It's your relationship model. But when you talk about the color purple, you talked about the color purple with some passion. You still watching it. That shit is still playing in your head. And it's one of the things that's wrecked our community. But then when you sit down with your mother and father, who that's, you know, we, I would have loved to have had, most of us would love to have that a 50 year relationship. You should be married with kids teaching us. And then your mama asked you, why didn't you got married? Did you ever ask your mama, well, what did you actually teach me to do? You gave me some platitudes. You gave me a Bible, but what did she teach you to do on a daily basis for a man? I can say that my mother did show me by watching more okay. than verbal. Okay. So have any of you been around any other cultures like Hispanic or Asian? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you notice, yes. let's say Hispanic culture, do you notice that the women are in the family areas of the house, the kitchen and all that stuff, the men in other areas? Yes. That's, and we're all over four, over 40. That's how we used to be. Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, you're under you're, you're under forty, yeah. I like to add. Um, I just I spent six years living in the Middle East after my divorce, okay. and the dynamics that I saw that the women lived in over there versus how we live here, and what we we feel so entitled to. Um, it's a, it's 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 extremely strange living there and experiencing it. And when you're over there and you see how the women interact with their men, 
It is not the same. Are they happy? Are they happy with their families? They're extremely satisfied. They have the. Tina, get out of there, Tina. Tina, no, no, no. See, they're repressed. They're abused. They're, they're, they're second class citizens. That's what that, that's what's been pr- pr- pushed to y'all. But they're happy. <laughs> oh, I live there, and I'm talking about I lived in several countries in the Middle East, and that is not what I saw. I didn't see oppressed women. I didn't. Yeah, I was see- being facetious. I was being facetious because this is a lot of you ladies ask, and the color purple was about in what. An empowered woman breaking free of an oppressive black man. Black men have never had the power to oppress you like Mr. Waiting to exhale. I read the book. They picked the worst stories. You got to understand if you study World War II Germany, propaganda, that term propaganda was used in the womanist feminist movement to, to sell you guys. Hey, we got this issue with our man. And it's like a civil right. And what did y'all do? Y'all went on over there and and you got women who were feminists who were married. So, and the end result is it comes between a daughter and a mother. I'm going to ask you, um, Antoinette, your, your parents have been married for a long time. Was there ever a point in time where you thought your mom was probably should have made a different decision she probably should have. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. No, I'm. A, I'm asking. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. Is there ever a time where you're like, man, she probably should have went ahead and got her degree and explored life more instead of settling with dad so soon? Well, actually, she did it after she took care of her primary responsibility, which was being a wife and a mother. So she didn't do it until we were all grown. So. But my. But a lot of times in our community. The women looked down upon the women who stayed at the house. See, remember, and baby boomers, I witnessed this. Baby boomer women looked at silent generation women as fools, a lot of them. You put up with this cheating and this and that. I mean, I'll, and then, it, then they all went off and started having babies and having affairs and married men and shit. The craziest stuff in the world. But here's the thing. If this is ever going to get fixed, women of y'all's age are going to have to talk and get this stuff sorted because the younger women, the reason my my platform works is because younger women are saying, I don't want to get the outcomes I'm seeing with a lot of women in their mid-30s to early to, to late 40s. That They don't want these outcomes. They want marriage and children and generational legacy and all something. everything you're talking about, Antoinette. Uh, and if you had a good map, a good role model, um, I don't know what happened. But if you're going to have any chance of putting this on the right course, fitness has to be at the top of the list because that's what men pick on. Men pick on visuals. And generational wealth you need somebody to finish the rest of life with. That's why I'm like, you're going to have to settle. And I hate hearing, I hate saying settle because honestly, men feel like they're settling for y'all. Yeah, do you understand, do y'all understand what I mean when I say that? Mm-hmm. They are. And, and, and in a sense, and, uh, <laughs> and I would say this, is men who, as a, as a man who's dated other races of women, there is a difference between the cultures. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So, so what do black men get for choosing to stay and fight through this? What's what's our? I I agree with you, Mr. Samuel. As far as us having to start some type of informational situation with with females, because that that's one of the things that a lot of us don't have. We don't have like a cultural setup. Mm -hmm. So when True. I like clear the table after we have dinner, or that impresses men here. Mm -hmm. Now that I went on. My Journey. I came back with those little tools. When I clear the table after we eat, the gentleman looks at me like, "Are you? Did you just clear a table? Did you just?" Be, that's customary for the women over there, right? Here, don't practice that, right? <laughs> I had a woman come onto my channel, a Hispanic woman who was married to a black man, and she said that anytime I go to give my serve my husband service plate or whatever. His sisters, his mama, and all his female relatives sit back and like, girl, what are you doing? You ain't got to, he been getting his own plate his entire life. You ain't got to do that. And he's like, well, that's my, and to the point to where these unmarried, overweight women are telling this woman who's married. And here's the problem. Because there are no fathers in the household, women feel like they're empowered. I got a video on my channel, 39 minutes. Ain't my problem. That's the video. I challenge you all to watch it. And I said, ask the woman a question. What is more important? Black, the black woman or the black community? And she basically said the black woman. Because you guys have been put to a point where you're like many gods. When you have children outside of men, you are responsible for the kid's lifeline. You are responsible for everything. The first time most black children see a, a, a black man of any authority is likely in junior high or high school. So when you are out here dating, y'all don't really look at us as your leader. At best, we're your quote unquote partner. To where you talking about, you know, um, you know, getting getting a man on your level. And it's like, that is so, I mean, I understand where it comes from, but it's like, you need to get to his level. You getting his last name. But it's like the black, it's like black men are supposed to prove something to y'all before y'all want to be women or be our women, should I say? Because I did ask you, I snapped and went on, snapped all the black men away you know you'd have to change a lot of things real quick. So um, get the likes up, folks, before the chat goes off. Uh, anybody want to add anything to the whole? Uh, anybody have a son? Do you have a son, Tina? Yes. How old is he? 13 this year. And, and, and you have a, does your daughter younger or older? She's younger than him. Okay, so... Um, what are you going to teach your son that a woman is to do for him? Well, what I'm teaching him now, um, I'm teaching him that he needs a woman that really values exclusivity, mm -hmm. uh, that values privacy. Um, and based on how I maneuver and how I live, that's how I'm teaching him. Okay. Uh, I don't know any other way to do so. <laughs> right. I let, 
Where's where's his dad? Uh, Dad lives here in Texas too. We co-parent. Okay. Um. So exclusivity, but what? Okay, what? But what is she? What are you telling a woman supposed to do for you? Or do you know? Well, the thing is, I think that my son's 13. So I think that I have to ease into the subject with him a little bit because right now we're we're stuck on hormone, the hormone part of it. We're stuck on why he wants to have, you know, why he has sex or urges and what he's supposed to do about it. Right. Um, I have not reached that point on what type of fulfillment and companionship, you know, as far as what he needs for woman. One of the things I want to challenge black women is to stop this. You ain't got to eat shit on these kids. <laughs> I started talking to my daughter about sex at seven years old. You know why? Because in nine, in nine years old, girls was giving, look here, y'all are y'all. No. Don't eat. Listen. <laughs> the answer is, Tina, you don't know what to tell your boy to expect from a woman, and that's okay. In this in this environment, no. Well, that, but the thing is, but but I want you to understand that for the average black woman to admit they don't know something is damn near Herculean feat. So y'all just make it up. No. But the better I mean, answer would be, I don't know, because what you hold on, guess, what you need to teach your son that a woman. But I don't know. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. And it's going to be difficult as a divorce woman. Did you file for divorce or did your husband file? My husband. My ex. All right. All right. Well, you were in the Middle East. Are you teach him, are you teach him that the woman is, belongs to him and she's supposed to serve you. I plan on exposing him to that environment. I plan on taking um, a situation where me and him in particular moved there and I plan on him getting self uh, mm-hmm. Over there is different. The black man is is different, right? Um, it's you know, yeah. You know, so oh, what do you mean over there? It's different. Yeah, I really, I just want him to see us in power. I want him to see us in the image that we really are. As far as but 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 but, in, but before that happens, mm-hmm. for a man to be empowered, we need ownership. How empowered do you feel in an apartment? Well, I feel. I need you to listen. I need you. I need you guys to listen. To what I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm being that serious. Yeah. When men come into this country illegally across the Rio Grande, they are at the bottom of this society. They run from INS and everything else. But the one thing they have is they know that they have dominion over the women. Mm-hmm. And the women act like they have dominion. The women fear the men more than they fear the government, more than they fear INS, more than anything else. Women bow to the men's authority. And when a man has dominion and ownership, the natural leadership abilities are to protect it because that's mine. But you have to teach your boy that he is over her. Does your daughter serve? How old is your daughter? She's younger, right? She's only nine. Yes. Okay. Uh, when you when when dinner is done, have your daughter serve your son's plate. Does she do that now? She does that now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does your daughter know that she's supposed to serve her brother? Because 
Now, why? what do y'all think about that? Antoinette, Arena, what do y'all think? I have no problem with that. I grew up with that. When my mom cooked dinner, daddy served first, then my brother, then myself, and then her last. Uh, Arena, what about you? What about, would you, you have a daughter, right? Yes, I do. What do you think about that concept? Um, that's how my mother is in her home, and that's how I serve my husband also. All right, but I, I'm saying, do you is your daughter around her any of her male cousins or anything? Um, I don't. She, um, no, they're out of state. They're See, out of is, state, no. Another, but she does serve her stepfather. Um, when uh, it's you know, but it's different. It's there. different. It's different. It's different though, mm -hmm. because there's the there's the gravitas of age. Y'all, one of the things that mothers don't need to start doing is putting your daughters around male family members of her age and they should be serving them because then they will become natural. But honestly, most are too afraid. I don't want to put her around her cousins because he's, he's got his little hormones up. Stop, stop worrying about these kids fucking and teach them the gender roles. Because at the end of the day, you cannot t give black men a pep talk into being a man. You can't give it in a book. It must be shown. And you show by, it's like, why do you get pets when you're young? So you can understand life and death, responsibility. Well, then how is he responsible? I guarantee you, if your son, Tina, went out to the playground with his sister and somebody was to touch his sister or do something to his sister, you expect your son to whoop somebody's natural ass. This happened well, she should submit to his natural ass. Yeah. That's the whole point. And, and it's one thing to say you saw it, Antoinette, but how are you living it? You got, you submit to your degree. And your standards before man. I'm good at what I do. I got a long memory. And so what I'm saying is all the stuff that you, if you're not doing it for a black man, a man that you're black man in particular. So I asked the sister the other day, if Oprah Winfrey is your feminine role model and y'all are independent, fine. Then how do we get, how do we move a community forward with independent women who aren't wives and our mothers, how do we do that? And she struggled with it. And I'm like, well, what about me? Because the reality is I grew up hearing that black men didn't want this. And I'm like, I know I wanted it. And a lot of other men, we want that, but we wanted it from our women. But our women seem to be very resistant of being women today for anybody or for us in particular. So this is why it's important. I look at a woman and where she's serving men in her life. Um, are you in church, Antoinette? Yes. Um, is there any, well, even in the church, man, that used to be one place you could go to see women serving men. So how are we supposed to lead if the women are already conditioned to follow us? This is why I say, Irina, I think, I, I'm sorry if I keep butchering your name. Your daughter's 13, right? My daughter's 16. 16. Well, yeah. Um, she's a couple of more years in the house. 
it's very important to, hey, maybe catch up summer school because if she's not a feminine woman, she won't attract a masculine man. Mm-hmm. And you know the outcomes when men aren't in their masculine. Then you start wearing, he ain't a good baby daddy or this or that. Da, da. It's all intertwined. It's all intertwined. And I think it's important, Tina, that you saw another culture because what it got marketed to black women is you don't want to be oppressed like Miss Celia and Mr. And you need to exert your rights and dominance when women are happiest. When y'all are with your sisters and your cousins and your, your children and, and your families and then doing something. If you want to work out, uh, have a business in the home or something. But we've made it seem as though being the business of family isn't a worthwhile pursuit. And we got a bunch of women with jobs living in apartments. That's true. So anybody, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say everything that we have been exposed to, albeit from our parents, media, has pretty much trained us to be independent women. So Mm -hmm. now we're learning from you guys, men, Mm -hmm. that this is not what you want or these are not the things that you hold as a priority so now it's like, okay, well, we got to scrap everything that we learned growing up mm-hmm. and listen and try to adjust kind of mm-hmm. in mid-flight. And that it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I, I know it's a lot of work. Uh, in the chat room, uh, we're going to need at least 30 more people to hit the super chat. This is an informative discussion. Y'all, y'all already didn't hit the like button. I had to turn the chat room off once. Don't be riding, don't be riding off of a malevolent elephant's donation. Support the platform because no one's having these conversations. Yes, and I want to get to your point. A lot of women feel like this is a lot of work to do and I'm already such and such age. Well, what's more important? And this is the question when I hear women talk about they, they care about the community. Are you ready to sacrifice what's rest of your life for for the betterment of the community? Are you ready to do a kamikaze mission or are you still holding out that you're going to be the one to uh, fly back to the, to the carrier? And a lot of women will talk this community stuff. But you ain't doing anything other than just what you want. Must I add? Go ahead. I got I got proposed too young at 17 i married at 18 okay um i got ridiculed like i got talked about i got put down uh-huh. at choice but when i made the decision to go in the army i got congratulated right for it um it was it was a bizarre situation because i was happy to be somebody's you know wife or whatever but just the just having those two things happening at the same time, it was just like, hold on, why aren't anybody encouraging me to, you know, be a part of this marriage? Why Thank is there this thing? That's and all. that's what and that's what that's what you can do. You may not be able to go back and be a young wife and have children, but you can encourage the married marrying age women to marry. 
Stop telling them to go to get a college. Stop telling them how girls some of your best life. Encourage the women of the community to marry and marry, not early marriage, but earlier. Certainly between 23 and 25, 26. That's most women were getting, non-black women were getting married around 21 to 23. All right. Encourage earlier marriage. And what does that do? You get earlier marriage, we get more people in the community. And yeah, you may not be a wife, you may not be a mother, but even in the church, the church, you need to impress upon your pastors that you need to start talking more about family and marriage and stop the prosperity and start the start the sin. You should not be a baby mama with three kids by four dudes sitting on the front pew saying amen. You also shouldn't be walking around in a, in a sackcloth with a scarlet A on your head. But we need to have, we need to bring back some standard because the church should be the one place where women who are not married can still have a sense of community to where you may not be somebody's wife, but you got the women's group, you got the women's auxiliary, then you, you see amazing things happen around the thing that built this black community, the, the church. But the churches were ripped through with feminism. And you'd be amazed that there will be more opportunities for women who think their past relationship, if you would just be willing to get back to family. My mom, straight out mama, you know, I love you. She was one of the most original feminists, hardcore. My mom, my mom would start to shoot them. She catch boy. My mama got married at 50. You know what my mother yeah, did? Mom. She she did what she was learned how to do. She stopped me silly. And the thing is, lived a better life from that point on, home and family and everything else. Women need a community. And you ladies who are in your 30s to 50 need to talk to the young women about community. And community in the black family has to, has to start with marrying a black man. It can't be uh, the community is just women and kids. And men, men come through, do a flyby with some sperm, and then we weekend dads. Fuck that. And if we y'all start talking to women about, I didn't do it, but facilitate the community. Pressure the churches and everything else to talk about this stuff. Instead of singles uh, ministry, uh, older singles ministry, forget putting the money in the kids and the elder and the man. Put it in the singles. And people will sort themselves out. Relationships will still happen. May not be what you dreamed of, but it'll be better than dying alone. Go ahead. Anybody? Yes. Um, I remember in the Bible, there's a, a verse that speaks of older women educating the younger women. And basically, you're saying that in a 2022 version that we need to correct our mistakes and our missteps by doing yeah. what you said, which is going back to being the feminine women that we once were and celebrating that. And there's nothing wrong with getting married and getting married young. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, in a, it's Titus 2, verse 3 through 5. That's what you're talking about. Yes, sir. It's always been the responsibility of the, of the women to teach the women. And it'll be far more effective coming from you guys than me. I mean, you got to think about how crazy it is that I went viral on world star hip hop. Me. 52-year-old black man in a suit went viral on world star hip hop like 
12, 14 times. And 35,000 people watching live streams. It, it's because the, the, the women needed to get the information from somebody. And if a corporate black man had to go viral on world star hip hop, that tells me that the need is there. There's so much that can be garnered through. You talk about businesses, be an entrepreneur, have a, people keep saying, you need to have Kevin Samuels University. We're going to start doing uh, town halls and stuff around the country tour. We're traveling and talking. Heavy security, though. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, we do need to start, the women need to start sharing this stuff because maybe you don't become a mother, but maybe you're a godmother. Maybe you, maybe you, uh, you know, I, I grew up in a neighborhood to where I knew my grandmother, my mother, my aunts, my uncles, but there was all there was also the people who I could go to just like family, almost just like family. Didn't make they didn't make dressing like my grandma, but close, close. And we need to get back to community. And that doesn't mean you don't have an education. That doesn't mean this, but but what good is your education and all this other kind of stuff if it's not being used with the man for the betterment of a community? And you ask why this happened because 73 cents of added every dollar in this country spent by women. Every other culture, the dollar circulates anywhere from 16 days to six days in the black community. You get paid by five, it's gone by midnight. We're 1.1 trillion, $1.5 trillion economy. And we can put this stuff under the tutelage of a family structure, man, woman, children, community. Y'all know our population ain't grown since the 60s. We still at 13%. Y'all don't know how many, how many children are being deleted. Oh, man, don't make me start preaching. Uh, but anywho, this is why I talk to women because the men know what we think, but we need y'all to, to tune back in. I didn't get what I thought. I, I didn't get what I wanted in life. I wanted the Cosby thing. I didn't get that. I was married and divorced twice, but you still, but you still, but you still have to, but you still, but, but life can still be worth a hell of a lot. You can still be worth a hell of a lot. And that's my challenge to the women in the 30s and 40s and 50s. Maybe you don't get what it is that you wanted. And maybe you'll have, but there's, I get so much. I don't have a son, but I get so much from seeing young black men walk up to me and be like, saw you on TikTok. They don't even have the vocabulary. They even have the words. just kind of like, but I can see it in their eyes. I'm like, well, that's generational wealth that's legacy. And you ladies have a legacy you need to pass on to the younger women to make them more amenable, more receptive to where when a young Tina gets married at 18 years old, she's praised instead of shouted down. We're more willing to throw a chick a baby shower than a, her a wedding shower at 18. Just like we're more willing to celebrate Nug Nug coming out of uh, a 10-year a, a bit than a uh, Jermaine graduating with his uh, bachelor's in engineering. That's our responsibility. So I appreciate y'all. Anybody want to say anything before we wrap up? Just want to thank you. Just want to but actually speaking of no men have concerns that actually 
try to tell us these things, but we're so we're so. Mama, dis- can you give me five minutes and I'll turn the fan right back on? Go ahead. We're so disillusioned. I think that we are manipulated by false like hopes and you know by certain entities. Okay. Okay. It's starting to break up. It's starting to break up. But here's the thing. Appreciate y'all, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, Arena. Thank you, Antoine. All right. So here's the funny thing that life, (laughs) I could have never imagined being in this position. And like I said, this ain't about me. I'm taking the little bit of time I have with the little bit of spotlight I got. You know, I think Generation X. We're gonna be studied for you for you for years and years to come. We don't we're not gonna we we're sandwiched between the baby boomers and the millennials. But that does not mean we don't have something to input. We have to redefine all of this stuff because the only way I think this is a wrap is when we give up. When we give up and be like, man, I don't need no man. I don't need no woman. Fuck it. All right, cool. That, that, that ain't going too well for any of us. So, but remember, I'm still 10 toes down with the fellas. This is a men's platform. I want women working with men. I want women understanding you are better off with my straight up, hardworking, average, everyday $21 an hour man. I want you to understand that life is better with him then you think you got by being free to do what the French toast you want to do. It is much, much better. Stop thinking just because you can go to eat at Nobu or whatever every now and then. Stop. Anyway, I could preach. I'm not going to preach. I'm not going to preach. But anyway, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Um, tomorrow night on Instagram, you know, um, I don't think I think a lot. I get a lot of backlash from you, you know, and rightfully so. I can't be provocative, but I can tell you one thing. I know my heart's in the right place because uh, if, if I wasn't, you could, I couldn't be as consistent to this stuff as long. I want to see a better outcome for men and men want women. I'm just asking black women, black women in particular. This is your time. This is your time to decide, to declare. It's time for you to vote. It's time for you to vote for black men, black boys. You got black children, put the resources into your son. You cannot spread them out equally because any community builds on its men. If you got four kids and two of them are boys and two of them are girls, the boys need to get more. Oh shit. Let's talk about that Friday. I will probably get, <laughs> if I don't get canceled, <laughs> all right, whatever. Anyway, that's cool. That's great. That's, that's, until the next time, y'all, you know how it is. Your godfather's gone. Good night. Let me be killing.